Hello and welcome back to another episode of Quick Tips and Tricks for Living with Pop. I am your host, Steph Thompson, and today we're going to be focusing on all things housework and chores because it's one of those things that we we, can, we can't just make disappear with a magic wand, unfortunately. But what I do hear from women is that when, and this happened to me too, when you attend that very, very first pelvic floor physio appointment or that very, very first appointment with a, a gynecologist who diagnose, diagnoses you with prolapse, I think most women are taken back. And they're taken aback because, like me, they didn't even know what the word prolapse was. They didn't know what it meant. They didn't know what the impact would be for their life moving forward. And so they felt they left that appointment with a whole lot of information, but felt really lost. There was no connection between, okay, you now have a pelvic organ prolapse. Now go home and do X, Y, and Z. So it doesn't become worse or... You know, so women would obviously be on the drive home thinking, can I still lift my baby into the cot tonight? Can I still do my dishwasher? Can I still make my bed? Like, can I just be normal? And that confusion can can really make people go into a deep, deep place. And because the heaviness of finding out that you've got a pelvic organ prolapse on its own, there's a lot to process. And because of the shame and taboo, we often are left to process it internally. So I'm really hoping by the end of this episode, not only will you get the practical tips on trying to manage your housework to help with prolapse symptoms, but also that you might be in a better place, in a better space to be able to find ways to communicate with those around you in your A-team to be able to help you more because you will need help and you will need support. And from someone who has been staunchly independent her entire life, AKA me, asking for help is really hard and asking for help is a process. I'm still learning. I haven't nailed it. I'm really not that good at it. Actually, I probably suck at it. I'm good now with my husband, but that's as far as my reach. Everyone else who I need to bring into my A-team some are okay and some are not and that's me that is on me and that is a process that i'm still working through so please be kind to yourself after you've listened to this episode if you think oh yeah i might give that a try and then you don't because you're scared you don't have to give up just try again next time totally fine all right let's jump in so we're talking all things housework number one this is like a pre-tip, is that if you haven't yet listened to any of the episodes in the quick tips and tricks for living with pop, I want you to pause right now. I want you to go back and listen to how to build your A-team and laundry and meal prep potentially as well. So there's a few episodes that it will combine a bit of all of those into this as well. And it will probably just make more sense once you've tuned into those first. So when you do that, pop back and I'll get on with it. So the second, where are we? Sorry, the first. These are recorded live too, so the editing's not not going to be a huge process. And I hope that you can understand. It's really just like you and me having a conversation in my kitchen and sitting down over a cup of tea. We never speak perfectly. We never get it right the first time. So just hang in there with me. Okay, the rule of one. 
this is the tip I want you to think of as the, the overarching umbrella guide. The rule of one looks like this. Within your day, just focus on one thing that you want to achieve. So pre-prolapse, you might have spent uh, maybe your Saturday morning cleaning your entire house, top to bottom, kitchen, bathrooms, beds, washing, da, 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 da. When you have a prolapse, doing something that intensive for that amount of time will will very likely lead to your symptoms becoming worse and you feeling quite tired or in pain and then you need to rest. So it's taken me a while to work out. There is no point trying to slog it out and slog it out hard for a few hours when really you can just try and focus on one thing a day. So by that, I'm talking about if you have two toilets, you clean one today and one tomorrow or one today and one three days later. You don't have to clean them all on the same day. I know we're kind of programmed to do that, but you really don't. And I know that because that's what we do. It's the same with the shower. You don't have to scrub your shower and bath on the same day every week. It actually really doesn't matter. If you feel like you're having a good day and you want to give it a good clean, then do it that day. You don't have to leave it because it says Saturday. But what I mean by the rule of one is if you've got washing to do, you only have to do one load. So you put one load in, you hang one load out, and then you bring one load in and you repeat that cycle every day. So what we're trying to do is shorten the amount of time that you were doing all those tasks on a daily basis and just trying to spread them out throughout the week. It has definitely helped us. For example, I will stack the dishwasher in the nighttime Well, my husband and I will work together, but then in the morning he'll unstack it so it's empty and then throughout the day we just pack it up as we go. And anything that doesn't fit, guess what? It goes in the next day. And it doesn't look amazing on your kitchen bench, but neither does curled up in your bed because you can't move because you're in so much pain. So you've really got to kind of weigh up what perception we think we need to be doing in life, especially as women and housework and keeping a house a certain way to also being able to function as a woman in this world. Sometimes letting go of that internal pressure to have it perfect or that internal pressure to keep up with what you think you should do, letting go of that can be really helpful for you. So the next one is bed making. And this one came from when we were on holidays and I was just had one of those silly thoughts like, how do you wash the dunas or the blankets in a hotel when there's so many beds? And it just got me curious. And so I lifted up the blankets and saw that there was no actual doona in a cover like we did have at home like oh hang on I could take this home with me the idea that is and so when I got home and you wash your doona cover when I remake the bed or when my husband and I remake the bed we no longer have to dance with the doona to put it in the cover we simply put the, the sheets down put the doona on and then put the cover over the top and guess what no one ever knows. It's like a secret that your bed looks made. It's amazing, but you'd never have to worry about trying to lift this massive queen or king blanket. And that's the heavy part. That's the part that will make your symptoms feel worse is when you're trying to lift heavy things. It's the same if you're toilet training your toddler and you were constantly washing those sheets and blankets every single day. You can easily just put the cover on the top, 
and the doona underneath and then no one knows it's not actually inside. I hope that helps. It might sound a bit funny that one but I can tell you it's just one of those oh yeah moments and it's made life so much easier for me because I no longer have to wait for my husband to come home to do all of that. I can actually feel like I can achieve stuff when it's like that. All right the next one is cleaning your floors. Oh we love this one don't we? (laughs) So If you've got tiled floors and you are currently mopping them with one of those really old style rinse mops where you got to drain the water out, I recommend you try a steam mop. So that's something that you plug into the wall, you add the water in and the steam cleans it. The reason why I found this one particularly helpful for my tiles is because it makes it glide. So the mop itself you don't have to put a lot of downward pressure. Now, for those of us who have had prolapse for a long time, we'll tell you any type of downward movement with either a broom, a vacuum, or a mop will make you feel more symptomatic because it's that constant pressure. Generally, we have a nice floor space, a nice big space to have to clean. And so by the end of it, you're feeling quite fatigued and your body needs to rest. So a steam mop if you've got tiles. And this next one, I want to just preface it with the fact that I understand that I come from a place of privilege in this world. I understand I have had access to really good education, which allowed me to have a career to have good earning potential before prolapse. And so I know I've had access to the funds to be able to purchase things like what I'm about to talk about. If this is not you, then I it's one of those things where I don't want to come across as, oh, yeah, it's so easy for me to do it because the reality was when I looked into purchasing these uh, automatic vacuums and automatic mops, I too didn't have enough funds. And so it was at that point where we were just lucky our little one our youngest child was growing out of a whole lot of stuff and we started selling, you know, when you can sell your pram because you're never going to use it and you sell your cot. I did all of that to be able to purchase a vacuum and a mop that is a robot, robot vacuum. The thing I want to say about this is it has been such a life-changing positive purchase in our house that I don't regret it one bit. There are so many of them on the market now. You can get really lower end priced ones and then ridiculously priced ones. We kind of went somewhere in the middle where this one, it vacuums at the front and it mops at the back. What I do want to say is that when I say vacuum, it's not like your Dyson where it's going to suck up every bit of dust. Think of it more like an electronic broom where it sweeps off the top stuff. For us, it does an amazing job. We've got lots of, you know, toddler food all over the floor and it picks it all up had we then tried to compare it to a vacuum I don't think you can but it's still very very well worth it because you're not having to try and sweep or bend down or pick up things off the floor so that goes on in our house every single day you vacuum at the front and then it mops at the back for the tile floors and I think if you are someone who likes to keep a tidy space it would be worth looking into something like this. I have reached out to a few companies to see if we could get some some support with some promotion codes and things. I'm still waiting to hear back. But in the meantime, definitely do your research online. 
there's a whole lot of YouTube clips where people review them. That's exactly how I found the one that we bought is because I saw someone use it and I watched it in front of me and I'm not, I have not regretted it. So I've been really happy with it. If you're wanting to know what brand it is, please feel free to DM me. I don't want to promote other people's businesses because it's your choice who you prefer to go with. But if you are interested in the one that we purchased, just send me a message. It's fine. All right. So the next one is it's okay to ask for your kids to help you with the housework. And by this, I give my four-year-old a feather duster and he thinks it's amazing. I'm not sure if it creates more mess and more dust ultimately, but just giving him that little bit of responsibility that he needs to contribute because my kids have never known mummy without a prolapse. My prolapse occurred at the birth of my first girl and she's six. So quite often my kids have heard that, oh, mummy has a sore back, she's got to lay down. Mummy's got a sore bottom, she's got to sit down. So they've always been accustomed to the fact that everyone needs to pitch in, that we're a team and everyone's got to help. We all live here, we all have to contribute. And I think that's been, I've been really lucky in that sense where I haven't had teenagers that I have done everything for and then all of a sudden I need their support. I think that would be a little bit more tricky to navigate. But asking your kids to help you I think is great. I often say to them, oh, can you just pick up that and throw it to mommy, see if I can catch it. Like if they've put their clothes on the floor or if they've left their toy on the floor, instead of me going and bending over or bending down or squatting to pick it up, I'll say to them, hey, can you throw that teddy bear to me? See if I can catch it, throw it really high. Little things like that, you're getting them to help you without having to ask them to help you. It's one of those tricks, isn't it? As soon as you say to someone, especially kids, oh, can you help me? All of a sudden, like, no, I'm busy. No, I can't. No. But if you say make it a game, then they're all on board. All right. Look, to be honest now, my kids, after dinner, they scrape their own plate and they put it in the dishwasher. And that didn't happen overnight. That happened just with constant positive reinforcement and constant training that they all need to help and contribute. So it can be done. It can be done. All right. The next thing is, and it kind of backs on to the one before with the bending over, I find for my body and for my prolapse, any type of intra-abdominal pressure, like bending in half, it makes me become more symptomatic. So I've had to learn that if my kids are not home and I do want to pick things up, but I don't want to be bending down all day, you've got these amazing things, these two tools that live on the end of your legs. They call your feet. Your feet are basically your hands just on the end of your legs. <laughs> I know it's, it sounds funny, but what I do is I get my toes and I put my foot over the thing I want to pick up. Let's just say it's a t-shirt. You put it over the thing you want to pick up, you scrunch your toes, and then you do this really cool flick behind your bottom with your leg and then you get your hand and you reach down to your foot and you snatch it up. It's like a really cool maneuver. I do that everywhere in my house now and everywhere I go so fast that people don't even realize I'm doing it. But it is really helpful to not have to bend in half. You should try it. I think we did a quick little video on Instagram about it in our stories and had a really, really positive response 
people saying, oh, I never even thought of that. Yeah, I've got these things already on my on my legs I could use. So give it a try and see if it helps you. All right, the next thing is we as humans find it hard generally to ask for help and receive it, okay? Again, this is a bit of a, a privilege-based thing, and so I just want you to, to consider it is that asking for someone to for you to pay someone to come in and help like a cleaner it can really change your life and for those who don't have the funds available to do that i have been you i have been in your exact position where i couldn't afford to have a cleaner come and help me ultimately it also got to the point where i really struggled without one so i just started saving you know a few dollars every week and then maybe once a month, I'll get someone to come in for two hours and just started with that. And that two hours is that person who can get down and really scrub that shower, that bit where you keep staring at every time you're washing your hair and you're like, I can't scrub you, but I want you gone. You ask someone to come and do those big, heavy lifting jobs that you struggle with. I would suggest that you try that, even if it is just once a season once a year just for a couple of hours it doesn't have to be a a ginormous thing then when you have access to more funds or something happens and your situation may change having regular help is amazing it really can it really for me personally has made a huge impact for my daily life knowing that I've got someone coming in and if you can't afford someone ask someone in your a-team because I'm pretty sure there are people there sitting and waiting right now to help you. You just don't know it yet. And they don't know it yet because you haven't had an opportunity to ask them. All right, that is it in a nutshell today. We're going to keep it short and sweet. I am pretty sure that we have missed some really vital housework tips in here, but we might come back for a part two. If there's anything that you have found helpful, please let us know. If there's anything you would like us to cover, let us know. We only want to make sure we are continuing to improve our information and our knowledge for everyone, everywhere. All right, that's it, folks. Just remember, too, that we, our friends at Madam Flavor, are offering more because they love everything that we're doing. So if you go over to their Madam Flavor Tea website, and I'll pop a link in the show notes, you can receive 20% off for your first tea order. But just for the Brave Mama crew, they've also got a special free gift of more tea for you. Until next week, bye for now.